Hey y'all, Ashley here, and today I want to talk to you about how you should be spending your time. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. So how do you allocate your time when you are standing at the very beginning of your freelance writing career? Or when you have been thinking about freelance writing, but you haven't actually done anything because you don't know what you should be doing. This is what I think you should be doing. And this draws from um, my years of experience as a writer and as um, a listener. <laughs> I have a lot of colleagues. I've met a lot of people over the years and I've heard some really good advice. Um, so these, this is sort of the culmination of all my best tips about how you should be spending your time when you want to get started actually making money I should say earning money as a freelance writer. So here's the thing you need to keep in mind. When you are just beginning and you don't have any work yet, your number one task, the thing that you need to orient yourself around is that um, you need to land a client. Your number one job is to land a client. So everything you need to be, everything you need to do needs to be channeled in that direction. (laughs) So how do you actually do that? And I'm not going to spin off on tangents of the 10 things you have to do and blah, 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 and all the stuff that you have to do. Actually, I think it's pretty simple. When you um, have to get work, when you're getting started and you need to land that first client, because the first one is like the win and you know it'll happen. So you need to be like, like Dave Ramsey says, gazelle intensity focused on, I structured that wrong, but you need to have a gazelle-like intensity on getting that first client. So here's what that looks like. Um, this is what I recommend. I recommend you put together what's called, uh, what I call <laughs> the minimum viable portfolio. This is the bare minimum of proof that you can write. So if you have a website, you need to have the bare minimum website. It cannot be bells and whistles. You cannot be distracted by things like heroes and menus and plugins and all this stuff. You need to have, you know, you need to make sure that your website has a picture of you and it has some samples of your work and it has a way to contact you. And that's it. And you can do that on one page of your website. You do not need some slick, killer, beautifully designed website. You want it to look good. You don't want people to get migraine when they look at it, but minimum viable picture of you and your name, what your niche is. If you have one samples of your work, here's how to contact you. That's it. If you are spending more than like four hours on your website, you're spending, and you don't have any clients. I, I will. Ca- the caveat is, if you're spending more than like four hours on your website and you don't have any clients, you are wasting time. You're wasting time. Building a fancy website is not going to get you work. It's not going to get you work tomorrow. You know what's going to get you work tomorrow, or later this week, or next week? Pitching, <laughs> going out and looking for work. <laughs> So you need to get the like the minimum viable, just the bare minimum that you need to qualify for work, and then you need to start getting work. So if you don't have a website, I recommend that you put your your writing samples together and you publish them on Medium, medium.com. It's a free like blogging platform that anyone can use. Go on Medium, publish your clips, well bam, you have a portfolio. Um 
So then what you do once you have your clips online, and I'm talking like three, three clips, three examples of your ability to write about something intelligently in a way that someone else might be interested in reading. Okay, you don't need 20 things in your portfolio before you can start pitching. You need three. You only need three before you start pitching. And so once you have your three, I want you to go to the job boards. There are lots and lots of job boards and there are lots and lots of lists of job boards. If you um, don't have any idea where to start, go to problogger.com, problogger.com, P-R-O-blogger.com. They have a job board. It's the best one out there. Just start at problogger and start applying for everything. Maybe not everything. Look for evidence that um, these gigs are not what you want. (laughs) So evidence that you don't want them is if they have a pay rate that's low. You don't want that. Um, If they are, you know, looking for someone who has a master's degree in neurophysics, you probably don't want that one unless you have a master's degree in neurophysics. I don't even know if you can get a master's degree. Maybe you have to have a doctorate. I don't even know. Um, But for the most part, just apply to everything. Just apply to everything. So my goal for you is that you are spent that you are sending 10 pitches a day. If you are serious about this, you need to aim for 10 pitches a day or um, kind of break it down and extrapolate it to 50 pitches a week. 50 pitches a week and it shouldn't take you all that long to do this. I mean it's going to take you some time. It will take time. It will take a few hours. but if you have to, if you spend two hours a day, Monday through Friday, that's 10 hours and you can knock out your 50 pitches a week in 10 hours or you can get pretty close or even if you can't get close but you are trying that's good enough but you need to aim high and then you need to push hard and reach hard to do it you will not get work unless you are pitching so I am trying to um I just implore you to start pitching, to stop learning and stop working on your website and stop fiddling with social media and stop getting ready to get ready and just do the minimum viable that you need to prove that you can write and then you go out and start asking for work. So if you have 10 hours a week to do this, um, and for me, a lot of times that's, that's what I gave it. I gave it 10 hours a week. It was two hours in the evenings after my kids had gone to sleep and that was it. And weekends were family time. And that was it. Um, so so I can relate. I'm not saying you have to do this all day, every day. I'm not saying you have to send a thousand pitches a week. Although, you know, if you have nothing else happening, yeah, you should send like a hundred pitches this week. But I digress. If you have 10 hours a week, well, I mean, it doesn't matter how many hours a week you have. Take the amount of time that you have each week and 90% of that time should be spent actively looking for work doing the things that will get you paid. Um, That does not mean reading the latest blog post from your favorite blogger. That does not mean finding the right font combination for your resume. It does not mean listening to this podcast. (laughs) So here's what I think you should do. Figure out how much time you have. When you don't have a client yet, 90% of your time should be spent pitching. And so, um, after you've been pitching pretty consistently for a few days, you're going to realize that like you're out of new gigs to pitch. So when that happens, then what you do is you're, you're still devoting 90% of your time toward the activities that will actually get you work. Um, but so, so if I, if not, if that looks like I have an hour today that I need to spend pitching, but I've been hitting the job boards every single day and like I'm out of listings, like there's nothing else to apply for. Then, 
um, you know, I have I have this hour where I can't do any pitching and I don't know what to do. And if that's you and you don't know what to do, then what you do is you improve your portfolio. If you um, have gotten into sticky situations doing the pit, because by now you've sent a lot of pitches, you probably have a sense of what you need or what you're lacking. So if I have an hour and I only fill, if I have an hour to do pitching and there's only 15 minutes worth of pitching work to do, I have 45 more minutes. I'm going to take that time and I'm going to write a new sample for my portfolio so that now I have, you know, maybe it's a long form post. Because people want long form and I don't have anything over a thousand words. So I'm going to write something that's 2000 words. So I'm going to take my 45 minutes, the rest of, you know, my 90% chunk of time. And I'm going to start working on my portfolio. So that's what you do. 90% of your time is spent actively looking for work. When you run out of pitching to do, improve your portfolio. Once you have maybe six clips, six samples that you think are solid six to 10 maybe that you think are solid um, and you're still pitching every day and you've got this solid portfolio where you always have an example that's relevant to what you need um, and you're still not getting work, give me a call because that's not going to (laughs) happen. If you are pitching consistently and you're strengthening your portfolio consistently, you're going to land some work. You just will. So what do you do with the other 10% of your time? If I have 10 hours this week and I spend nine of those hours pitching and then I run out of pitches to send and I still have hours to fill, um, I use those leftover hours to improve my portfolio. So that took care of nine out of my 10 hours pitching and portfolio improvement. And I still have one more hour. Then I can do whatever I want. I spend that, you know, I recommend that you spend that other 10% on doing the things that make you feel like you're um, not alone. <laughs> That's when you, you, you take your one hour out of 10 and you improve your website. You take your one hour out of 10 and you catch up on emails and blog posts from your favorite instructors. You take that one hour out of 10 and you start looking for like a better invoicing software or you start, um, working on your social media presence or you listen to podcasts, or, you know, anything else like that. Um, But I implore you, (laughs) I exhort you (laughs) to keep that kind of businessy sort of kind of menial businessy tasky stuff, keep that to a minimum until you're starting to make money. Okay, so when you don't have a client, your number one job is to land a client. And you're going to do that by pitching constantly, pitching constantly. And once you start getting work, um, take your time. You give as much of your uh, daily, like your weekly allotment of hours toward your client work. So if I have 10 hours a week, like I said, and if I have 10 hours a week, in the beginning, I spend nine of them on finding my first client. And then after a few days, woohoo, I have my first client. Yay. So my 10 hours a week, one of those hours goes to my client work every week. And then I have nine more hours. So, so 90% of those nine more hours, (laughs) and this is going to get kind of mathy, 90% of the time I have left after doing my client work, should be spent looking for more clients. 
It should be spent sending more pitches. It should be spent improving my portfolio. Still only reserve 10% for things like your website. I know I hate on the website a lot. I think it's just become such a waste of time. You have to have one. It's like a necessary evil. Um, But you have to keep the amount of time you spend on that contained. So rule of thumb, 90% of your time is spent landing your first client. Once you have a client, you devote as much time to that client as you need to. And then 90% of what's left over is spent finding more work. This is how you build a business. This is the only way you build a business. You don't build a business by picking invoicing software. You don't build a business by reading productivity hacks. You don't build a business by listening to podcasts when otherwise you should be working. You know, you don't you don't build a business by learning. You get stuck in somebody recently I heard refer to this as the learning loops. You don't build a business when you are in a learning loop. You have to get out of the learning loop and you have to start taking action. And that's how you build a business. And then eventually you have a full docket of clients and you'll figure out like how much time, if you have 10 hours a week, you know, maybe you need 70 of those hours to do your client work. And then you reserve three of those hours to do the administrative work. Because when you have clients, then you have administrative work and you need to be updating your portfolio and you're sending your invoices and like more time is eaten up by correspondence and all that stuff. So you'll find your balance and then you're going to start leveling up and you're going to get more work and, and whatnot. But in the beginning, when you don't have a client yet, you need to channel 90% of your time toward finding that client. So if you have any questions about what we're talking about, you can always reach me. I am available at ashley at ashleygainer.com. You can go to my Facebook group if you'd like. I hang out in there every day. Um, go to ashleygainer.com slash Facebook, and that will take you right to my Facebook group. Just request to get in, and we'll get in. We'll celebrate you. Um, if you want to learn Like if you're curious about getting started as a freelance writer and you really just have no idea what you're doing, and this was maybe kind of helpful, but you like if you sat down at the computer and you don't really think you know what you would do as the first step, I have something for you. It is free. I call it my starter pack um, and it takes you through like the five basic steps you need to take. So you pull up your website, you figure out where the job boards are, you put together your pitch template and this, you know, this is how this works and this is how that works. So I made this for you to help you get started. You can go to ashleygainer.com slash starter pack. And I think there's a hyphen. So ashleygainer.com slash starter dash pack and get your starter pack. Um, so I invite you to check that out. And as always, reach out to me whenever you'd like. And if you like what you hear in the podcast, would you let me know? Because I want this to be helpful. Was I too ranty? Let me know. Was I, were you like feeling the rant (laughs) and it was the kick in the pants that you needed? Let me know. I want to hear from you. So have a good one and I will check you next time.